Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to another episode of Truth News with Salty Vixen. And before we get into the topic of today's discussion, the song of choice is by Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady from 1987. And I chose this song. Well, you'll see why. Uh, it's the first topic for my daily news roundup. All right. So reason why I chose this song. First of all, let's talk about history about this song. Um, in the woke liberal world of today, people are finding offense to virtually everything because, well, we have freedom of speech and why not? We're bored. Um, so if you Google Aerosmith, do this like a lady, a lot of people are going, oh, my God, it's offensive to the transgender community. And by the way, the trans community doesn't even speak up for themselves generally. Well, I would say our our generation, for, uh, I'm 43, so let's say, you know, 30s and older, we just don't care about the woke liberals. I mean, we don't. But the uh, song itself has nothing to do with transgender people. It's actually the inspiration behind the whole song is by uh, from uh, Vince Neil from Montley Crew way back in 1987 when the song was composed. And the story was, Aerosmith was uh, visiting, uh, I don't know if they were a bar, a bar or pub, you had to Google it. And uh, they were talking to someone or they saw some, oh my gosh, it's attractive person, whatever. And they, the person turns around and like, oh my God, dude looks like a lady. And the reality in the 80s and 70s, even 90s, the rock gods of the era, you know, you had uh, well, Monty Crew, you know, and uh, you had Aerosmith, uh, Alice Cooper, uh, Twisted Sister, Van Halen, just to name a few. I mean, there were so many rock gods back in the time. And they dressed so, I mean, they were sexy. They had the tight pants and they had the long hair and the eyeliner. I mean, they looked phenomenal. I remember in the 80s, my aunt was going, oh my God, Aerosmith is so good looking. And, and Motley Crue, oh my gosh, big fans. And they were, I mean, you look back in the, look at Google Images and you see how very beautiful these men are. And they still are good looking as they age. But it had nothing to do with being transgendered. It was being playful because a lot of men were rocking that long hair. And it was hard to tell if a dude was a chick or vice versa. You know, it was very hard to tell at the time. And so people just stopped taking offense to everything. And that's where we start with the world has gone bonkers. News roundup for Thursday, June 1st. And as always, the description box below has a full text to my website of the podcast. And every day, so today's Friday, June 2nd, what I do is I do the roundup from the previous day because, well, the world has gone mad and there's so much we miss or like majority of us, we shut down because we're tired of the malarkey. So the first topic of discussion of today is about Dylan Mulvaney. People can't have their own opinion. Hi, right, my lovelies. So two days ago, I made a TikTok post with my opinion about Dylan Mulvaney coming out as a lesbian via what he said on TikTok that all these news outlets were picking up and TikTok and people were having an opinion. So I said what many other TikTok pages said as well as news outlets. I gave my opinion. And then I got hateful comments on my feed with people using a lovely language such as get a fucking life from liberals because how dare I have a difference of opinion? All I said to sum it up was Dylan came out as a lesbian, but is pretty much the Aerosmith song, Do Looks Like a Lady. And that's honestly like today we can use that reference. I mean, Dylan is a she, right? So Dylan's going on this video and going, hey, I think I like chicks now. Well, by logic, that makes you because you're still liking dudes. You're not a lesbian. You are actually biological, bisexual. And that's why, you know, that was my thing. I'm just confused just like everyone. But anyway, sadly, in 2023, 
The liberals who take offense to virtually everything find issues with the classic song, like I said earlier. And um, that's it. it. You know, if Dylan is biologically a man, who says Dylan is a she, but still has male body part, and now saying she's a lesbian doesn't make her a lesbian, right? That makes her bisexual. So folks, liberals now will say, if you're a trans, let's say trans woman, a male who was born a male at birth, but decided to become a woman later in life, for example, decide, you know, I like women, so that makes me a lesbian. Apparently, this is a new trend. And you know, that's it, by logic, it makes no sense. It really doesn't. And it's actually very offensive to lesbian and bisexual uh, groups. And they've expressed their opinion. But the woke don't care because wokes are trying to, you know, argue things are illogical. And it's very sad, you know, because you're sitting there going, do you have screw this is with you? Do you understand how you make no sense? It's just like talking about, oh, men can get periods. No, they can't. It, you know, if you are a woman transgendering to a man, you're still biologically a woman. And I'm tired of hearing about this uh, people, birthing people and chest feeding. And I can't believe this is actually becoming a thing. And I'm not, or this is gender crap. And I've made very vocal on my podcast about how I feel about cisgender and also on my TikTok page, which is Salty Vixen Podcast. Anyways, so last night I was looking at my TikTok page before I went to bed as one does because, you know, why not? And some liberal flag, some liberal person flagged the video for content violations of hate speech. And I responded to the video and said to TikTok, I said nothing hateful in the video. Many other videos are like mine. And TikTok saw it and laughed, you know, and said there's nothing wrong with the video and put the uh, video back up. So as of now, I don't know how many I've gotten here, uh, it was over 3,000 views on it. It's, it's, it's interesting. And every so often I'm getting these liberal logic coming on there going, why does this bother you? Get it in life. You know, it, it's just like, it's, it doesn't bother me. I would love a, I would love a liberal to explain logic to me, how my video is affecting them, how you think in my video that I'm bothered by that, no stating an opinion. But by liberal logic, everyone has a right to their own opinion, but yours is stupid. And, uh, you know, when I said the description box below, I have a link to the uh, full transcript. I do have the uh, video that I posted embedded in there to show you what I said. I said nothing hateful. I literally said none of it makes sense. But this, you got to remember, Dylan Mulvaney is a brand. Dylan Mulvaney will say anything for views because now Dylan Mulvaney is popular. Does Dylan Mulvaney care about you or I? No. Will we ever meet him? Sorry, her. No. So why can't we have our opinion? I think, honestly, Dylan has said, very thing, said many things that's offensive to women. And a lot of us women are biting, you know, just ignoring it. But it's now the media picks it up because we're giving Dylan that voice, whether we agree or disagree. So, you know, what do they say? Like, no news is bad news. or Sorry, news is news. Whether you like something or not, you're in the news. There's a better phrase for that. But it, it is. I mean... Even negative news makes you popular. And liberals are very good for that. So liberals don't like you being different. It's it's so bizarre. And, you know, the reality of it is you're allowed to have difference of opinion. And you're allowed to say your opinion. But when you are attacking someone for being different, that's a, a problem I have. And if you don't like what I say, that's fine. But don't report for hateful violation. That's false reporting. And it looks bad upon you because you are the one who made a false accusation. Because you were just trying to bully me for having difference of opinion. I didn't bully Dylan. I didn't say anything negative about Dylan. I was mocking that news article, the logic of these you know, liberals. But this is how the world is becoming. And people, you need to fight back, whether you are conservative or not. 
Having your own opinion is, does not make you a bad person. Now, if you say something hateful in the speech, that's one thing. But stop being so negative all the time. Okay, next up, California Senate to honor anti-Catholic group. Because in the wake of the controversy regarding the Los Angeles Dodgers decision to honor an anti-Catholic drag group, the California legislator of the LGBTQ plus caucus announced it will honor one of the members of their group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, in a Senate event, because why not? The LGBTQ plus caucus of the California legislator says it will honor Michelle or Michael Williams, I apologize for butchering the name, who performs in a nun costume as Sister Roma as part of the June 5th recognition of Pride Month. Williams is also a podcast host who covers pornography ugh, and LGBTQ issues. Sorry, I, the thing, I mean, you know, look, I am Salty Vixen. I do write erotica. I have a separate podcast for my erotica stories I've been doing for a while just because it's fun to do. But... That's just gross. Don't cover pornography in your podcast. Ew. And then make it separate. And I always state that my podcast, my bedtime stories, is for 18 and older. Actually, I'd like it to be 23 and older, to be honest, because there's a point where you have to think about, well, Salty, why do you like erotica? Because it's fun. And I tell my story. I began writing erotica because I was going through depression and divorce from abuse and some other things that was going on. So that helped me get over some trauma. And it became a thing to write. And most erotica written out there is written by women, just FYI. Whether you agree with it or disagree with it, most erotica is written by women. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to like it. But ugh, that gross, grosses me out knowing that. But I will listen to that podcast uh, host just out of curiosity. And I will give an opinion, as one does. So anyways, California Assembly Republican leader James Gallagher commend his colleague's decision in a statement to Fox News, of course, because no one else would take on a conservative, by stating, would Democrats still embrace this group if they mocked Jews or Muslims? Bigotry and discrimination against any religious group are wrong and have no place in the Capitol. I actually agree. That's a very good statement. Because, you, like I said, you, this is all about corporation. It has nothing to do with what your ide- ideology is or what your, you know, if you identify yourself as a tree. It doesn't matter. It's all about what sells. I mean... If Dylan was not famous right now, Dylan would not be getting any, any of these brand deals. And I've said this firmly in one of my TikTok videos, and I'm going to say it again. Dylan's trans. There's a lot of, in the trans community, a lot of makeup, right, that's beautiful and better than Maybelline. But Maybelline says, oh, Dylan, well, you know, you'll be our brand ambassador. Why aren't the trans community contacting Dylan to promote their brand? I'm just curious. Because that makeup for the, the transgender makeup that the, the people are making sorry, the uh, business owners who make makeup that they're trans, the makeup is a heck of a lot better. In fact, if the trans community are listening to this and you are a makeup owner, I would love to promote your product. I would love to because your makeup is better than Maybelline. And I'm I'm saying it. I used to model many years ago, obviously not anymore. I'm 43 with two kids, but uh, teenage kids. But, you know, I can tell you, I remember the agency I was with, they were using Maybelline because that was the brand it was promote. They were... The, the Maybelline was having them promote their products. I had to do a couple of things with Maybelline. I hated their makeup. It's so bad for your skin. And, uh, you know, I have rosacea, so they don't care about rosacea. I remember the, and you see the TikTok videos, uh, people mocking how the 90s, they put on the foundation that was way too dark or too orange. I I have I have light olive skin. So they did not make a gr- proper shade. 
for that for people who are olive skin or people who are really dark. So it's all your light, your dark, but in between or very dark, there's there was nothing. So I put on this stuff for porcelain skin and it made me look like a ghost. It was awful. So I'm not a big fan of Maybelline. But hey, I will I will support you. I that's the thing is I don't care what your orientation is, but you do shine. But stop, you know, doing this liberal ideology on me. Like I said, you know, if you're liberal, sorry, if you are transgender and you have a makeup company brand, I will promote it. I would love to wear it because it's so much better than Maybelline. All right. The next topic is all about uh, Senate blocks Biden's student debt relief program. Shocker. The U.S. Senate voted yesterday to block Biden's uh, student debt relief program. The 52 to 46 vote was uh, bipartisan with the Democratic senators Joe Manchin and John Tester, as well as independent Senator Kristen Simona joining Republicans. Biden has said he would veto the Senate's legislation. The controversial debt forgiveness program is also being challenged at the Supreme Court. Because why not? We have nothing else to do. Next up, Pentagon cancels the drag show. On uh, Wednesday night, the Pentagon canceled the third annual drag show at Nellis Air Force Base just as Pride Month was set to begin. A Pentagon spokeswoman said that hosting these type of events in federally funded facilities is not suitable use of DOD resources. I agree. Those comments echo what Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, told Congress earlier this year. Both men at the time seemed unaware that drag shows have been hosted at the Nellis Air Force Base since 2021. And, they, you know, anyways, the quote is, listen, uh, drag shows and uh, are not something that the Department of Defense supports or fund, Austin said at the time. Anyways, and there's a, a link about the, the YouTube video to that. Okay, I want to say about this, the whole controversy with the Air Force and, and the Navy, etc., the video of this brand ambassador drag. I was offended by that, and a lot of my friends in the military were incredibly offended. Here's the thing. When my grandfather was in World War II, he was on a, a ship in the Navy, and they stopped over in Africa. There's videos, uh, sorry, there's photographs in this yearbook they had. Every ship had a yearbook. And my grandpa wore a, 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 a like a hula skirt. Like a, it, was, um, it was African. Uh, it was tribal. And my grandfather told me these stories that, yes, the men put on drag shows it was nothing uncommon but it was nothing where it was like we take it today where they dress so provocatively that you know from these kids it was just there were shakespearean shows basically it was nothing offensive to that and so i think if it was very mild i think people were not in the military would have offense to that next up oklahoma supreme court strikes down pro-life laws the oklahoma supreme court has ruled that Two state abortion laws, one banning abortion after a heartbeat is dedicated and the other is uh, detected, and the other banning the procedure in most cases, were unconstitutional due to the state precedent. Governor Kevin Stitt, who signed both laws in 2022, condemned the Wednesday court ruling and vowed to protect the lives of the unborn. Day Without Immigrant Protest in the wake of the illegal immigration laws signed by Republican governors in states such as Florida, Texas, and elsewhere, activists and illegal aliens hosted a national protest yesterday called Day Without Immigrants. In cities from coast to coast, these protests called upon illegal aliens to strike from work. Again, you know, this is how you feel. This is something that 
older generations are going to say this and my generation is going to say this. What is American? Why is it hard for Americans to find work? And I'm serious. I talked about this in a previous podcast with KDP. I used to have a lot of books on there. I was part of that sweep back in February, March, where my account was terminated unlawfully and illegally. But you, know, you can't do anything because it's big tech due to lack of training. But the AI bots were going, oh, my gosh, you manipulate services. I never have. My account has been great standing for, excellent standing for over five years. So what was going on? Well, AI bot detected something, person not trained. They looked at, oh, well, people were looking at your book and flipping through. It's one person. I found out it was one person because they contacted me. Um, and they put the books back on the Kindle shelf. So if you're doing this to the author, the author's getting punished and their accounts are getting terminated. That's all this takes one person. It might be more people, but usually it's about one person. And they should have known better. It doesn't matter if you fight your battle, say, hey, wait a minute, this was wrong. But they don't care. One point is on that retrospect is, you know, KDP, their their Kindle content review is from India. Their English is not their first language. They're also um, biased against things that has to talk about sex or history. Um, and if they don't understand it and they don't read the book, they don't look into it. It's all about the cover. And as long as you're keeping it G-rated, you have no problem. But uh, the point is the job situation. Why are people hiring outside of America when there's so many Americans in poverty who need to work right now? A lot of people are on food stamps because they simply can't find jobs. They're overqualified in education or underqualified. I know when I got divorced, my I was overqualified for many things because my degree was politics. I worked in parliament. I worked in the EU. I was interned for many things. I had businesses off and on throughout the years, small things. I edited for people obviously being an author, and I found like nobody was hiring. And I admit I had to be on food stamps temporarily, but I couldn't get a job, and I had to feed my children. Child support was not paying enough. And so being starting my own business, Salty Vixen Publishing, was only thing I could do, and still being on food stamps until my business began to grow. And as it grows, I'm making some profit, not much, but um, I realized, you know, I got off of it, off the food stamps, but I had to get assistance because... Nobody's hiring. Everybody's hiring for the jobs they needed to overseas. So people are protesting over every little thing. And that's the whole point. Um, you know, it is illegal for aliens. Sorry, these protests are called upon illegal aliens to strike from work. I mean, we're having all these immigrants coming in, taking over jobs. That's for an American person. It's just like if I moved to Canada and I was not a Canadian citizen, but I, as an American took over jobs, Canadians would be offended after a while. And I have no offense to some of the people taking over jobs illegally, but there are lots of jobs that and we have the old, oh, this diversity stuff going on, et cetera, et cetera. You know, people are being looked over, especially women, too. And speaking of, I will say this before we get in our final segment. There was a lady, a very beautiful African-American woman who is, I believe she's a scientist. I can't remember. I saw the article and she talked about having a fake virtual assistant because she says, hey, being a woman is hard enough. But because of she's African-American, people don't take her seriously. And I do want to stop right there. It's not about her skin color. It's about her being a woman. It's, it is it is being a business owner as a woman. People don't take you seriously. I had an interview with a podcast a PR agency and I haven't heard back from them. I mean, the interview went, went well and I had not heard back from them because they're looking at, oh, well, this is your platform. This is your brand. You know, maybe there's nothing for you on that. Of course there is. I'm just a nobody. When you become you know, Dilma Vaney famous, people will want to flock to you to speech, you know, to speak. If you're Ben Shapiro, the Daily Wire, you know, he makes a ton of money, but he's worked his butt off on everything with his books, with the Daily Wire, with the social media, with, um, 
you know, and he speaks. He makes probably the most money from his uh, speaks uh, from his uh, from his speeches. You know, he gets hired to to speak to places, so it's probably where he does get make most of the money. I don't know. I can't speak for him, but you know, if he wasn't a nobody, like if he was like you and I, we wouldn't be making much. So I make enough to get by, but I continue to build a brand. As a woman, it just makes it very, very hard. People don't take you seriously. People don't want to hear the truth. However, this brings to the final segment. That 70s show actor found guilty of rape. That's right. Los Angeles jury found the 70s show's actor, Dylan, uh, sorry, Danny Masterson, guilty on two counts of rape in uh, a retrial on Wednesday after several women he met through Church of Scientology accused him of sexual assault in the early 2000s. According to reports, the jury of seven women and five men reached the verdict after seven long days, total of uh, deciding what's going on, you know, if he's guilty or not guilty. And they couldn't, however, reach a decision on another sexual assault charge involving an ex-girlfriend, uh, Chrissy Carnell Bixler, with eight of 12 jurors, and I do apologize again if I butcher names, favoring a guilty verdict. The alleged assault occurred between 2001 and 2003. Madison now faces up to 30 years to life in prison as he awaits his sentencing date later this summer. And uh, as you know, how I feel about that, I think it's great people are speaking up about Me Too movement and sexual assault because I'll be honest, in the early 2000s and way before when you could not speak up, you couldn't, you could not have a voice. You just let it move on. But today, if you're like, let's say Prince Harry and... Megan Markle, you are considered victim blaming. Why are you a victim? Because you had something that happened to you. Sexual assault. I mean, yes, I'm changing the subject on this, but sexual assault is a huge thing. I'm a survivor of sexual assault. I couldn't speak up about it, but you know, I'm not going to, uh, you know, say who it is. I forgive them and moved on. And actually, yesterday, a New York City attorney was arrested for multiple rapes and, and kidnappings in Boston that happened more than a decade ago. And I wrote about that. Um, uh, you know, this, uh, he also got in trouble. And Nilo, uh, Matthew Nilo, who's 35 years old, just 35 years old. Oh, I mean, that's so young. Because these men, these rich men think they can get away with anything. And it's to the point where it's like, in my case, it was a rich guy. I'm going to say that. He was, you know, I'm 23, he was in 20s when it happened. And he took advantage of the situation. Until this day, I mean, he's doing well financially. He's you know, a known person. It's not famous, but I mean, like, just doing very well in life. And all I can say to that person is I wish him well. I don't want to, I don't want to make a whole, uh, you know, thing about like these people are, but I think it's great people are speaking up. And that's all I can do. My brand is I Speak Up for Women. My website, Salty Vixen Stories, is an online digital magazine. It's a brand uh, for women, speaking for women. And I'm hoping more women will come to my site and say, hey, wait a minute. I have my story to tell. And, uh. But, you know, I do. I have lots of things on there. I talk about relationships, careers, recipes. Yes, sex, because sex is so important to talk about. Um, marriage. I have everything. It's a catch-all. Comics. I mean, we love humor. And it's just, but it was founded out of Salty Vixen was named because I was a vixen in a salty situation on 18 June 2004. A victim of, I'm a victim, a survivor, really, of sexual assault. That's why I uttered the name. That's what Salty Vixen is. I took a negative and turn it to positive. It's my thing. Whether you agree with it or not, that's who Salty Vixen is. Many people were Vixen in Salty situations. So many people are Salty Vixens. So that's where it all goes down. All right, my lovelies. This is a very long podcast. 23 minutes, only 24 minutes. All right. Have a lovely day. Goodbye.